e-commerce, graphic design, finance. This is the 10 Minute Makers Podcast. What's up guys, welcome back to the 10 Minute Makers. First off, I want to say with everything going on, I've had to move back home from school and uh, my online classes are starting to get into the end, so all my finals and papers are coming up. Um, so I haven't been able to post lately. Um, I've had to put school first, but I'm glad to uh, start this series on branding. Um, and this series isn't going to be, you know, like one through five, like the next five episodes will be all about branding, but they'll be kind of chopped up and, uh, you know, part two might come in two weeks or whatever, and there might be episodes in between. Uh, so first off, I want to say if you're on Instagram, consider following. If you want, you know, more content, I post, you know, graphics. I try to post graphics every day relating to the most recent episode. And also, if you're on YouTube, uh, there's no video today. I'm just going to upload the audio straight to YouTube, but consider subscribing. I have a lot more in store, not only for the podcast, but also other stuff um, related to the same topics. So today is part one, and I want to talk about basically your client, Um, not how you get a client. uh, This is after that. So, you know, how to work with them. So first... The first thing I do with every client I ever work with is a, a meeting. You know, you can set down, you know, the framework of what's going to happen. I get their initial ideas, you know, what they're looking for, what they want. In this case, they'd be looking for branding for their uh, company or brand or whatever. And uh, I want to show them how the design process will play out, kind of give them a heads up of, you know, like, hey, this is going to happen and this will happen and we'll work on this and We'll change this if need be, blah, blah, blah. Just go through everything with them and basically give them a timeline. Um, it always helps for people to have something to basically work towards. Um, and I always like to say that I try to work uh, with my client, not for them. So it's more like a team effort. I'm coming in to work with them on something they're trying to get done. Um, and again, in this case, it'd be branding. So After that initial meeting, I always like to have them sit on a few ideas and think and to send me um, ideas. Uh, And the main things I always ask them to think about and to send me is first, um, any ideas that come up or aspects that they want to see included in the logo or the brand. Um, So, you know, if they have, you know, if they're a Twitch streamer and they play Xbox, maybe they want, you know, a certain like game color. Uh, a color for a certain game. Maybe they're playing like Black Ops 2 and that would be like that classic orange color. Maybe they want to include some kind of orange into it. You know, anything. Or like, you know, maybe if they're playing Fortnite, they want more vibrant colors for their logo. Something like that. Um, And then also, I guess going off that, is colors they like with their brand. Uh, It's a little different than what I just said. The first part is their ideas and aspects they want included. So anything. You know, they want a square logo, circle logo, whatever. Anything that comes up, they I have them send me that. And then secondly, any colors that they like or that go with their brand. So if they want to do, you know, red and black, like Dr. Disrespect maybe, or, you know, they just want to do white and black. You know, anything that comes up that they want to see, I have them send it to me. And then I also have them find logos that they like and that they want to not replicate. Sorry, I'm cold. Not replicate, but... um something they like like the way i look at it is that i always ask people do you want a logo as intricate as the coca-cola logo because some people doesn't don't realize that that's not just a font that's actually you know straight handmade logo or do you want something as simple as the pepsi logo just a circle with three different colors 
um, all that really matters and it plays an important role in the branding process and you know having them think about these different things um, will help them kind of formulate their ideas and kind of help me or the designer in the same process to put that down on paper. Um, a lot of people forget that you know if if a client is hiring a graphic designer, Usually that means they don't have a background in graphic design. So you have to act kind of as, as the lead um, while working with them, but kind of lead them through, um, you know, the design process, the path to make that brand or that logo um, and work with them. It might be the first time they're ever working with a graphic designer. A lot of times I'm working um, over the internet with these people. Yes, I call them or whatever, but it's not in person. They can't see what I'm sketching out. So it really helps to, have them, you know, formulate not physical ideas, but ideas that they can go on Google and see and, you know, sit there and look at and send me and, and formulate ideas and stuff like that. Um, and something I always like to do is keep my client informed. Um, I always send uh, updated pictures of whatever I'm working on, even if it's not done yet or if it's still a draft. I send it to them because I really dislike getting through a whole logo and then them asking, hey, can we change this completely? When, you know, if I would have, if, if it was step two of the 10-step process, I could have sent that to them and they said, hey, can we curve that line or, you know, anything like that or change that font? Because, um, you know, when you're doing this branding, a lot, of, a lot of stuff plays on each other. So, you know, you'll pick a font that goes with the, the logo and the company, um, you know, for like a technology firm or something like that. I'm not going to use like time to do Roman. Um, some people might, but I'm not. And, you know, if I were to pick a logo or design the logo or pick a font or design the logo in a certain way and the client didn't really like it, they wanted to change it. I want to know about their, um, perspective on the logo before I go on. So then I can base all the future, you know, changes and, um, any future changes I make, for that logo, I want to base it on that um, because if you really update them throughout the whole logo process, it can really steer you down different paths of uh, creativity and um, you might get somewhere completely different and they're extremely happy with the logo than where you were going beforehand. Um, so it's just always important just to keep them updated. Always send them a, a blow by blow of what you're doing. A lot of people don't like doing that because they like to limit uh, how many revisions they do. But for me, you know, if I'm, I'm working with this client, I, I like to, not unlimited revisions, but if they want something changed, I want to change it. This is their identity. This will be their brand, their logo, you know, their, their business. This is what people are going to see first. This is that first impression. So I, I want to make it as important and, you know, to the point of whatever they wanted, and I want to make sure their vision comes out, you know, to that physical logo. Um, so it's always important to kind of keep them updated. And real quick to run through everything again, always have a meeting with them. First thing you should always do, have that initial meeting, set the framework, and show them how that design process will play out. And then have them, you know, write down any ideas or aspects they want to see in the logo or the brand, any colors they like, and then also find logos that they like and, you know, have them tell you why they like that logo. And you can pull from all these different things and make a awesome branding uh, for what they need. Uh, and this will meet their expectations. Usually off those three things, I can usually um, get a logo done. 
and finished and they love it. Um, so let those three things play a big part in your design process and always keep your client informed. It might not be the easiest thing to do or the most convenient, but it helps. It, it makes them a lot more satisfied in the end. I've had a lot of customers come back because I've done stuff like that and made sure that they were happy with the logo and they were happy with the customer service I gave and they came back and got more work from me. Um, so just be sure to follow those things. So they're pretty easy. Once you do it once, it's pretty easy to replicate for every client. Every client's different, but you know, for the most part, you can replicate every single step uh, for every person you work with. So again, if you want to follow my Instagram, it's just the 10 Minute Makers Podcast, and I post graphics there. I try to post them daily um, for the most recent episode. And then if you're on YouTube, please consider subscribing. And I'll also have a TikTok. Uh, that is under, it's called The Only Christian. Uh, so if you want to follow that, you can follow that too. But thanks for listening. And I'll be back soon with another episode.